This is Big F and Joe, and you're listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Podcast. Without Memphis, there would be no hardcore, and obviously we all know where that leads. Live your best life, die your best death. This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world, and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum. Now, come on, quit it! Hello again wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast. We are as always the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast here to bring you another exciting week of action. I am as always your host Mr Luke Jennings hoping the podcast finds you well the first podcast of September. Hopefully you enjoyed our look back last week at WrestleMania 3 is available on all good podcast suppliers, the Sunday afternoon project. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, X, whatever you call it, and Instagram, at MemphisCast, and to hit the subscribe button here on our home, the place to be wrestling network, home of great shows such as Wrestling's Chicken Salad, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Men Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, The Monday Night Project, and so many other great shows brought to you on a near daily basis. You can find the network on Twitter, at PTBN Wrestling. Also, don't forget to follow our sister network, the North-South Connection, again available on all good podcast suppliers. They bring you such great shows as New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, A La Carte with Keithy, Extreme Freeway Dance, and many, many other great shows that can also be watched on YouTube. You can follow the network on Twitter, at Network, and you can find them on YouTube, uh, youtube.com, I believe, forward slash at North-South Connection. While you're on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast allows you to watch various videos that we have up there. Also, when you're on the internet, please visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. This week, we're covering the 30th of July to the 13th of August, 1983. Last week, we covered the 9th of July to the 23rd of July, where we saw turns, battles, rock and roll, fabs, fire, and much, much more. Before we head down to ringside, let's quick give you a quick glimpse of what's happened this last week around the rest of the wrestling world. On the 24th of July 1983, return of the champions in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The exhibition stadium, 11,000 people witness a monster card which witnesses which, sorry, which features NWA United States champion Greg Valentine defeating Cy Jernigan, 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 Cy Jernigan, never heard of him before my life. One Man Gang defeated Mike Davis, Jacques Goulet and Kelly King, 
Kininski defeated Nick DiCarlo and Vinny Valentino. Bob Marcus defeated Masafuchi. Rufus R. Jones defeated Jake Roberts. Mid-Atlantic champion Dory Funk Jr. defeated Mike Rotunda. NWA tag team champions Jack and Jerry Briscoe defeated Rookie Steamboat and Jay Youngblood via disqualification. Jimmy Valiant and Bob Orton Jr. defeated the Great Kabuki and Gary Hart in a steel case match. Sergeant Slaughter defeated Angela Mosco to win the NWA Canadian title. NWA World Champion Ric Flair defeated sorry, NWA World Champion Harley Race defeated Ric Flair via disqualification. Johnny Weaver was the guest referee. Also on the twenty fourth in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Magnum TA and Jim Duggan defeat Ted DiBiase and Boris Zukov to win the Mid South Tag Team titles. Also on the twenty fourth, AWA holds a show up there in St Paul, Minnesota. Brad Rangans battled Bill White to a draw. Baron von Raschke defeated Black Jack Lanza. Jim Brunzel defeated David Schultz. Mr Soyuto defeated Ric Flair. Ken Patera and Jerry Bakewell, Blackwell, Bakewell, defeated <laughs> Mad Dog for Sean and Dick the Bruiser by disqualification. The main event saw Nick Bockwinkle battling Wahoo McDaniel to a double countout. On the 25th of July, here in the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee, Jerry Lawler defeated Ken Patera for the international title. Also on the show, Stagger Lee defeated Man Mountain Link in a Loser Leaves Town match. The Fabulous Ones defeated the Grapplers to win the Southern Tag Team titles. I think Man Mountain Link does come back in the future, so that shouldn't be the last we've seen of him. Uh, also on the 25th, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, 18,347. Witness Boo Bouchier defeating Tony Rico. Louis Lawrence defeated Mr. Hito by disqualification. Tony Pariso, Gino Beretti, Gino Brito, and Armand Rougeau defeated Gilles Poisin, Sailor White, and Kurt von Hess. Rick Martel and Billy Robinson defeated the WWF Tag Team Champions, the Wild Samoans, by disqualification. Abdullah the Butcher defeated Gino Brito. Andre the Giant defeated Black Jack Mulligan by disqualification. Dino Bravo defeated the Mask Superstar. Pat Patterson and Pierre Lefebvre defeated Jacques and Ray Rougeau. On the 29th, Mil Mascaris went to a draw with AWA World Champion Nick Bockwinkle in Houston, Texas. Sorry, was the special guest referee. The name's right in front of me, but I had trouble with saying Lou. And then finally for this portion, on the 30th of July WF holds a show in mid Madison Square Garden. I haven't started drinking yet. In front of 27,000 fans. The results are Tony Guerrero going to a time limit draw. Good Lord with Iron Mike Sharp. Ivan Koloff defeated SD Jones. The Invaders defeated Jeff Carney and Gypsy Rodriguez. Big John Studd defeated Salvatore Bolomo. WWF Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco battled Jimmy Snooker to a double disqualification. Andre the Giant, Dusty Rhodes and Ivan Putski defeated all three Wild Samoans. Sergeant Slaughter defeated Swede Hansen. George Steele defeated Bob Backlund by disqualification. Rocky Johnson defeated Don Canoodle. And Tito Santana defeated Mr. Fuji. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is that part. We will be back to the results in a little while. But without further ado, here is the 30th of July, 1983. Please enjoy. We've got the Assassins team and Buddy Landell teaming up for six-man tag team match. They come right now, led by Jimmy Hart. Jimmy with Buddy Landell and the Assassin. Beautiful, baby. Right, you know, this is probably the greatest day of my life. But after all, Davey, every day is a great day of my life, especially since Lance Russell in here today. But you know what I have here is two signed and sealed contracts. 
one for the first family, and I am now managing the world CWA tag team champions, the Assassins. They are now officially in the first family. And also, my newest discovery, oh, shut up over there, what do you know? Nature Boy, Buddy Landale has just signed a contract with the family, and it won't be long before we have that Southern Heavyweight Championship belt. Lawler, eat your heart out, baby. A great day for the family. Happy Jimmy Hart here. Wow, yes. Some new additions to a stable of uh, the first family. Boy, more action coming up still to come today. The fabulous ones are going to be here with us. Also, eight-man tag team action. That'll be coming up a little bit later today. Right now, coming into the area, Bobby Eaton. Bobby? First of all, Dale, I want to say something. Jimmy Hart comes out here week after week and tells everybody over here and everybody watching, today is the greatest day of my life. Today is the best thing I've ever done. Well, let me tell you something, Jimmy Hart. If you want to make today the best day of my life, I want you to get your butt out here right now because nobody, nobody does to me, Dave, what he done to me. And I know you got a tape of it. I want you to show it. Yeah, right, I mean, it takes a low-down man to do what he done to me when he's with two guns holding let's, me. Let's show the tape right now what happened. 12 minutes, 2 seconds. 12 minutes, 2 seconds. The winner, the Rock and Roll Express, Bobby Eaton. They get the win, but still the Moondogs. We've seen footage from the Midsaf Coliseum, uh, Rock and Rock Express, and Bobby Eaton going up against the Moon Dogs and Jimmy Hart. Moon Dogs held uh, holding Bobby Eaton there while Jimmy Hart paintbrushes him. Paul Morton, the referee, they now hold him. Oh, Jimmy Hart with a running field goal right to the ghoulies. That's right. You seen that, Dave, and everybody else seen it. Now, Jimmy Hart. There ain't no way you could do that to me again, Daddy. And if you think you can, without them two big moon dogs, the two little puppy dogs you've got, I know they're tough, but Jimmy Hart, there ain't no way that you can do me like that again without them guys out here. So, Jimmy, if you got any guts, which I know you don't, why don't you come out here right now let me show you, let you try it again, Daddy. Come on, I know he's listening, Daddy. I want to get him out here because it takes a low-down man, it takes a man just like Jimmy Hart to stab you in the back, and must let us see the guy below the belt like he did. It takes a low-down man. When he can't get the job done himself, he's got the two big moon dogs holding me. And everybody's seen what he's done. If he thinks he can do it, I want you to try. Now come on. Now, hey, come on. Come on, Phil. You look so bad now, do you, stutterhead? Come on, baby. You're out here crying. Over here crying. Come on. You're crying, you big baby, a crying towel out of here. Come on. Hey, you know why? Hey, why don't you listen to me? You know why he wants me? Because he knows I'm not a wrestler. That's why he might can beat me. Hey, I never want to match in my life. But he can't beat the moon dogs. Nobody wants the moon dogs. Look at him crying. Look at you, Bobby. <laughs> chicken. I'm chicken. What? Chicken. What? Come on, now, you guys. Look, you're starting to stutter, Bobby. Listen, you're getting excited, Bobby. I didn't teach you that way. Hey, look at him. Look at him. Hey, Bobby. Bobby, listen to me. Listen to me, stutterhead. Listen to me, baby. You want to match with me, is that right? You do, won't you? A sissy, that's right. A big sissy, right? Well, let me tell you something. This sissy taught you everything you know, baby. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you what I'll do. Now, I didn't, I didn't bring all my wrestling stuff out here today, and I've been prepared to wrestle. I'll tell you what. If you want Jimmy Hart, well, let me tell you. If you want me, why don't you go through my moondogs, big man? Why don't you wrestle my moondogs, huh? Yeah. Do it. 
two moon dogs against him. And... No, no, two. Hey, I've never fought two on one in my life, baby. It's always one on one. Christian athletes, the first family. Let me tell you, hey, Bobby, if you can quit talking long enough and listen to me. Hey, listen. You want my moon dogs and you want to match with me. Is that right? Well, okay, you want me. Well, great. Let me tell you something. Everybody wants Jimmy Hart, but everybody can't get him. But I'm going to make a special deal out here for you today, boy. If you can whip my moon dogs, well, then I'll tell you what. I'll take this beautiful jacket off and this beautiful tie and my rings and watch, and I will crawl in the ring with you today. Now he can't beat both. First of all, you can whip him. Now you can't whip him. Make up your mind. One at a time. Okay. Hey, okay. One at, we're going to play by his rules. You want one at a time and you want Jimmy Hart. I'll tell you what I'll do for you, baby. I'll tell you what I'll do. You beat my moon dogs one at a time and then I will crawl in the ring with you today on TV. How's that? Make your pick. Make your pick, baby. Hey, oh, hey, moon dog, moon dog. Let me have the ball. Let me have the And one of the Moondogs is in. Bobby Eaton now pummels away with punches and kicks. We still haven't got names for these Moondogs, but Irish whip by Bobby Eaton. Back elbow. Joey Calhoun's out there. Light blue tight swipe boots for Bobby. The uh, denim denim shorts blue singlet for the Moondogs. Moondog gets whipped in the corner and met with a forearm smash. Bobby Eaton now. Oh, that magic right hand. And again, the head of the moon dog. This is either Rex or Spot. Irish up corner, corner again by Bobby. Oh, Bobby followed, but moon dog got the knee up. Bobby met nothing but knee. Oh, double axe by the moon dog. Kick by the moon dog. It's a clubber and tam, baby. It's a clubber and tam. Oh, Moondog pulling the face off Bobby Eaton, trying to take that uh, face of his back to the moon. No Lance here, apparently, so, uh, so Davis said. Moondog continue uh, trying to rake the face off Bobby Eaton. Beautiful Bobby, maybe, maybe not so beautiful after this match. Oh! Into the corner goes Bobby. Crowd getting behind Bobby. We've got the uh, the green ropes and the blue canvas again. We have had now quite some quite some time here. Moondog now pummeling away on Bobby and picks him up. Picks him up and oh, power slam. Bobby in in trouble here. Oh, double axe of the yeah. Uh, oh no, now a choke as well by the moon dog. Jerry Calhoun, a black top white trousers. Irish up now by the dog. Oh, Eaton ducks. Fisty cuffs now by Bobby Eaton. Pummeling the moon dog. No, moon dog blocks. Moon dog picks him up, Bobby Eaton, and. Power, no, 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 slams in one, two, three. Bobby Eaton with a pin. Bobby Eaton with a pin. Moondog slammed him down, but the uh, Bobby Eaton held on, and the momentum took over the Moondog, and he got the pin. Bobby Eaton beats one of the Moondogs. Moon, the other Moondog is now in now. Moondog now pummeling away on Bobby in the corner, choking away on him. This Moondog wears the same attire. He's got a black singlet instead of a blue singlet. But he's still wearing those denim jeans. 
Jimmy Hart not happy with uh, Joey Calhoun's oh, big slam by the Moondog. Off the ropes, drops the knee. Jimmy Hart not happy with the uh, count of Jerry Calhoun. Moondog now with Bobby Eaton whips him. Oh, Bobby ducked the double sledge. Now on the right hand, right hand again, right hand again. Moondog, small package, small package by Bobby, small package by Bobby. But the other Moondog comes in and smashes the bone across the back of the head of Bobby Eaton. Moondog's now, Jimmy Hart's in the rings, three on one. Oh! Big old dog bone to the head of Bobby Eaton. Now working away, Bobby's bleeding. Bobby is bleeding. Saturday morning again, and Bobby is bleeding. Jimmy Hart now stumping away on Bobby Eaton with those tennis shoes. Second rope. Oh, off the second rope with a bone again to the Moon Dog. Here comes some enhancement talent. They're getting the shit kicked out of them now by the Moon Dogs. Bobby Eaton now. Oh, wide open, getting busted with those bones. Here comes Staggerley, Staggerley now. Fighting off the Moon Dogs. Oh, lovely drop kick there by Stagger. He's in his, uh, he's in his street clothes here. He's not in his working clothes. He was so close to having that pen the second time and having Hart out here. Bobby? That's what the hell I'm talking about, Jack! Jimmy Hart! You think you got me down, Danny, but I'm far from over! Dagger Lee! Moon Dogs! We want you, Moon Dogs, Jimmy Hart! I will give you one more chance. Anytime I get a hold of it, Jack, I will put this to your face. Moon Dogs, Jimmy Hart, you had to see the last Staggerly myself. You know, something's got to be done. Dave Brown, it's got to be done right now because, you know, this man's just like a brother to me. You know, we run up down the highway. We come real close. But Moon Dogs, you done did it now. Nobody do my brother like this. I don't care. He's black. I'm white. I don't care. We have blood, man, because we're going to get down. You just better believe it. Moon Dogs, Jimmy Hart, you done lost the best thing that ever happened to you. We're going to hurt you. We're going to hurt you bad. Bobby, we got to get back to business, man, because we're going to hurt Let me tell you what, Lotter, you won't get by with this, baby. I promise you that. He will sue you for this, man. You know what? He won't even have a chance to take him to court. You know why? I'll tell you exactly the reason why. Because we're going to get rid of you, and I made I made Kaufman a promise myself. I made, I made him a promise myself, baby, that the assassins of Jimmy Hart will, once and for all, get rid of you in the universal heart slob, blob, or whatever you want to call him, baby. You're going to wind up exactly like him, Lotter, and that is a promise. You got a little piece of film. Roll that film, baby. All right, well, let's take a look at that. Okay, Lawler, I know you're looking at me right now. I know you're watching. Well, you want to see something? Take a good look, Lawler. Take a good look at my face. 
See what you did? That's because of you, Lawler. See, you permanently disfigured me, Lawler. You understand? I don't think that's right, Lawler. And you're going to pay for what you did. You're going to pay really high, Lawler, because this is one of the most sought-after faces in Hollywood. I am a Hollywood star. I get scripts every day from big producers and directors. You see these scripts? You see this, Lawler? Look. Look at this. Look at this. This is a script. A movie with Robert Redford. A movie with De Niro. A movie with Dustin Hoffman. There's a lot more. And I was offered these roles in these movies, and I can't take it now because of this, because of what you did to my face. My face is insured for a million dollars, Lawler. It's one of the most sought-after faces in Hollywood, and you may have... Talking about uh, the last week when we saw Jerry Lawler sneak up behind Andy Kaufman in the studio and just lit his face on fire. Massive fireball to the face. Wrestling ring. It's been in wrestling. You got me in a pile driver. I got you in a pile driver. Fair was fair. Justice was justice. But you call this wrestling? You call yourself a wrestler? This is some carnival sideshow. Lawler. Throwing fire at me? It's not fair. You're going to pay, Lawler. You know, I'd like nothing better than to get you in a wrestling ring. I'd love, I'd love to choke you. I'd like to get my hands around your neck and just choke you like I did two weeks ago. I'd like to be able to stomp on you just like I did in the ring two weeks ago. I proved that I could do that to you. I'd love nothing better to get a chain match with you so that you can't run from me this time. I'd love to get a cage match with you so it's just you and me and nobody else, Lawler, so you can't run away like the coward that you are. So you can't run out and get your fire and try and throw fire at me so you'd have to just get me with your wrestling ability alone. But Lawler, as much as I'd love to do this, I can't. And you know why? Because of you, Lawler. Because you made me sign a contract saying that I will never step into another wrestling ring again. So how can I step in the wrestling ring with you? Because Lawler, I know what you would do. It's on a contract. It says, Andy Kaufman agrees never to step in the wrestling ring again. I signed that contract before our match last time. Remember, Lawler? And I know, knowing you, knowing the kind of man that you are, if you call yourself a man, I know that if I was to step in a wrestling ring, You'd sue me. Lawler, that's what kind of man you are. You'd sue me for all I'm worth. And let me tell you something. I am worth a lot of money. And I don't, I know that you'd sue me. And I don't want to lose my money. So therefore, I have no choice. I can't step in the wrestling ring with you, Lawler. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It breaks my heart, man, to see my friend like that. I promise you, Lawler, it's over, baby. I promise you this, like I've always told you, he who laughs laugh will laugh the loudest, and we will have the last laugh. <laughs> I promise you that. Come on, Assassin. We'll be back with more championship wrestling. Just looking at some of those, I don't think we see... Um, and I don't think, unless he's on TV, I think that may have been the last of Andy Kaufman. My name is Stanson. Get over here, boy. I'm coming to the Memphis area. Everybody talks about being a I'm from Texas. All these other guys are has-beens imitations. I am from Borger, Texas, brother, and I'm the baddest, nasty of them all. Where is this lot of this guy? Everybody talks about Memphis and says it's great. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm going to kick, and I'm going to stomp, and I'm going to beat people. I don't care if they come straight on. I don't care if i got to sneak up behind them and nail them with the chair. I don't care. 
Austin Idol, the fabulous ones. All these guys make me sick. I'm the real man around here. All these masked guys running around. I am the real man. I'm fixing to get in the ring for this TV title who belongs to Tom Richard or some little really shrimp or something. I am the man. You don't know me, brother, but you're going to know me in the future. And everybody around this stinking Mid-South area, you're going to find out about it too because one thing is for certain. I'm the biggest, baddest, nastiest dog in the world. Bring on that title. Stan the Man Hansen is here. He's right. The TV title is at stake here. Hanson going against Tom Pritchard. Pritchard, the uh, holder of the title. This is going to be a one-fall 15-minute time limit match for the TV title. Tom Pritchard, 215 out of Houston, Texas. Stan Hanson at 315 out of Borger, Texas. And we're underway. The bell is ringing. We're underway. TV title match. The champion, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Yellow trunks, white boots. Going to get Stan the Man Hanson. Black Trunks, Black Boots from Borga, Texas. Throwing Pritchard out of the ring, but Pritchard quickly rolls back in the ring. Stan Hansen here is 34. 34? 34. Tom Pritchard back in the ring. Tom Pritchard is 20-something. Uh, He's not been in the business long. Stan Hansen with a kick. Oh, throws Tom Pritchard headfirst into the rear top. Top turnbuckle. Oh, big knee by Stan. Tom is 24. Stan Hansen picks him up, punches him in the head. Irish right hand by Stan. Oh, Stan ducked and Tom kicked. Right hand by Pritchard. Enzigiri. Big right hand by Tom. And again, right hand by Stan. Even <laughs> Stan stands on one knee and he's the same height as Tom Pritchard on one knee. <laughs> Irish up in the corner, corner by Pritchard. Big hip toss as Stan comes bouncing out of the corner. Tom Pritchard drops the elbow, goes for the cover. One, two count. Big right hand by Pritchard. Oh, kick by Stan. Kick by Stan. Picks up Tom Pritchard. Stan Hansen picks him up, slams him down with ease. Drops an elbow. One, nope, picks him up. Oh, Tom trying to fight Atlas. He's on the ropes, kicking. Trying to use his speed against the power of Stan Hansen. Stan's bagging off in the corner. Stan Hansen now calling the top, rakes the eyes. Oh, forearm smash to Pritchard. And again. Stan Hansen clobbering shot to the back of Tom Pritchard. Tom Pritchard no kicking. Still fighting. He's the TV champion. Nope. Oh, oh, forearm shot by Hansen. Over at the top of the head. Stan Hansen. One of my favourite all-time wrestlers. Irish whips Tom Pritchard. Back body drop. No sunset flip by Pritchard. Sunset one, two, kick out. Oh, punch of the gut by Stan Hansen. Hansen now with a 
Irish whip. Drops the head again. Oh, drop kick by Tom Pritchard. Tom's using his speed. He's uh, misweighed by 100 pounds. One, two. Chuck knife pin there by Stan Hansen with his foot the ropes, and we have a new TV champion. won the TV title from Tom Pritchard in an awesome power of size, strength, and uh, I guess you would have to say determination. Stan Hansen. Somehow I figure we're going to be hearing a lot more out of him. We'll be back with an eight-man tag team match coming up. just a moment here to kind of show you some of the action that uh, occurred recently when the uh, CWA World Tag Team titles were on the line. The Assassin, the uh, CWA World Tag Team champions, put the belts up against Jerry the King Lawler and Austin Idol in what promised to be a super match. Take a look at what happened in that Austin match. Idol catches the Assassin, catches him again, going to work on the co-holder of the World Tag Title. So we're seeing the footage of the Assassins versus Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol. Just a quick note, um, Stan Hansen is he's here for this, then he is in Japan, and then he comes back in September. He wrestles uh, two, five matches in uh, Memphis, where he's feuding with... Austin Idol. Yeah, basically Austin Idol here. Yeah. So, Stan Hansen will be back in a couple of months. The Assassin's now beating up Jerry Lawler. Paul Morton is our referee. The Assassin's are. Who did we say they were? Ron Bass and Roger Smith, something like that. They're not the. They're not um, Judy Hamilton and the other guy. Oh, Lawler thrown out of the ring. Randy Hales on the call here. Oh, Jerry Lawler goes head first into the commentation station. The Assassin's cobble lobber in the way on Randy uh, on uh, Jerry Lawler. We now clip. Jerry Lawler trying to fight his way out of the Assassin's corner, trying to get that tag to Austin Idol. Lawler taking a beating now. And he gets a tag. Paul Morton is down. Some kerfuffle. Austin Idol now, like a house of fire, working away on the Assassins. Oh, big kick there. Right hands. Lawler now in the ring. All four men in the ring. That's it. Certainly no shortage of action in that one, though, as uh, the Assassins uh, did get the disqualification, so they lost, but they kept the belts as a result. Uh, So ladies and gentlemen, that is the 
30th of July we've just covered. So next we will be covering the 6th of August. But before we do that, let's just have a look and see what's happened around the rest of the wrestling world. On the 31st of July in Orlando, Florida, Kareem Mohammed and Elijah Akeem defeat Scott McGee and Mike Graham for the Global Tag Team titles. Also on the show, NWA World Champion Harley Race defeats Dusty Rhodes by disqualification. On the, also on the 31st, Georgia Championship Wrestling holds a show in the Omni. 9,000 witness Roddy Piper defeating Buzz Sawyer by disqualification. The Road Warriors defeating Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Pez Watley defeating Greg Valentine. Mr. Wrestling 2 defeating The Iron Sheik. Tommy Rich defeating Bill Irwin by disqualification. Brett Wayne battled Ronnie Garvin to a draw. Mr. Wrestling defeated Joe Lightfoot. Rick Rude defeated Pat Rose. Here in Memphis on the 1st of August, 7,000 pack the Mid-South Coliseum. To witness the giant rebel defeating Sweet Daddy O via forfeit, the Rock and Roll Express, Eddie and Tommy Gilbert defeat Ken Timms, Duke Myers, Porkchop Cash, and the Dream Machine. Buddy Landell defeats Steve O. Mid America champion Dutch Mantel defeats Tom Pritchard. The Moondogs defeat Stagger Lee and Bobby Eaton. CWA Tag Team Champions the Assassins, they are Don Bass and Roger Smith, I believe I said that, beat Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol in a no disqualification match. The Grapplers defeated the Fabulous Ones. CWA International Champion Jerry Lawler pins Ken Patera. Luthez was the special guest referee. West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, also on the first West Palm, Beach, West Palm Beach, Florida NWA World Champion Harley Race battled Mike Graham to a one hour draw On the 2nd of August in Tampa, Florida NWA World Champion Harley Race bat- defeated Mike Graham to disqualification On the 3rd of August in Miami Beach, Florida The Convention Center 7,881 a capacity crowd here in the Convention Center Witness the NWA World Champion Harley Race defeating Barry Windham by disqualification Dusty Rhodes and Blackjack Mulligan defeating the Zambui Express, that being Elijah, Akeem and Kareem Mohammed in a steel cage match. Junkyard Dog defeated Ron Bass. Angela Moscow defeated the Purple Haze. Mil Mascaris defeated the Masked Texan. Joe LeDuc defeated Scott McGee. Mike Graham defeated Ox Baker. Charlie Cook battled Les Thornton to a draw. On the 4th of August 1983 in Jacksonville, Florida, NWA World Champion Harley Race battles Dusty Rhodes to a double disqualification. On the also again on the fourth, New Japan Pro Wrestling holds a show in the Sumo Hall. Thirteen thousand witness Shunji Kashugu defeating Nabuhuki Takada. Yoshiyaki Fujiwara, oh that was good, defeating Maka, <laughs> Makakoto Akawawa. Uh, so they teamed together. They and they defeated Haruka Oigen and Yuk Paulson. Kuniyaki Kobayashi defeated Black Cat. Kantora Hoshini and Osama Kiddo defeated Pete Roberts and David Finley. Paul Orndorff defeated Royumi Go. Kengo Kimura defeated Brian Blair. CG Sakaguchi and Akira Mida defeated Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch by disqualification. Russia Kimura defeated Animal Hamaguchi in a death match. NWA World Junior Champion Tiger Mask defeated Osayami Teranashi. Tatsumi Fujinami and Ricky Chushu, sorry, Tatsumi Fujinami beat Ricky Chushu to by by count out to win the WWF International Title. On the fi- and then finally on the fifth of August, nineteen eighty-three, in St. Louis, Missouri, NWA World Champion Harley Race defeats NW defeats NWA Missouri Champion Ric Flair in a best two out of three falls. Also on the fifth in Richmond, Virginia, in the Coliseum. Rufus R. Jones defeats Dory Funk Jr. to win the Mid America Title. And that, ladies and gentlemen 
brings us to the 6th of August 1983 episode of Memphis Television. Please enjoy. Give me a heart. You know what? Even these people can't spoil the greatest day of my life. You know, you're struggling out here, Dave. What's wrong with you, man? And you got something. Look at this. What is on your face there? My God. You know, would you like for me to help you do the co-host? You know, everybody thinks that Jimmy Hart gave Lance Russell a nervous breakdown, but I really didn't do it. That's not why he's in the hospital. But why don't you let me help you today? Would you like my help? I you think need it. we'll just kind of struggle along by ourselves. Oh, you're now. going to go by yourself. Okay, if that's what you want to do, that's fine with me. But you know what? This is the greatest day of my life, and I'm fixing to tell you why it's the greatest day of my life. I can't hardly talk, man. I'm so excited about today. You know, the old saying, united we stand, divided we fall, it's true. You know, when Jimmy Hart was uh, against Andy Kaufman and, and we fought back and forth and back and forth, we couldn't get anything accomplished. But when we joined together, when we joined together, look what happened. Nothing but success. Well, I am busy, busy. You know, I've got a million things going on. And I realized that, that maybe Jimmy Hart needs a little help in the first family, too. And, and I'm very excited today because, you know, I, I've, I've called around a lot, and I've had a man that's been staying in contact with me, and I've had a few battles with him back and forth, but uh, we, we stayed in contact over a couple of months. He's been on a big fact-finding mission, looking for wrestlers and everything for me, and I'm going to bring him in today because I am going to unite him, the new vice president of the first family of professional wrestling, and I want you people to give him a nice round of applause, Jimmy Cornette! Beautiful, baby. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. This is the greatest day of my life, Jimmy. I love it. You know something? Just like Jimmy Hart says, I've been on a nationwide talent search. You people have seen me on national TV from Atlanta, Georgia. I've been all across the country. Meanwhile, Jimmy Hart, my good friend, has been right here dominating the wrestling scene just like he always does. And now it's time for us to join forces. Jimmy, I am going to do as good a job for you as I have done all across the country. You You people are going to see great things from the first family from now on. New faces, new things, a united new first family, and I'm proud to be part of it, The Jimmy. vice president, now, hadn't he got the confidence? Look at the new look, the black shirt, the white tie. Not the old look that Jimmy Cornett had, right? This new is a new day in your life, baby. Are you going to be behind me? I'm behind right. you. Now, right. now, real quick here, baby. We've got a little tape on Andy Coppin. You know, you people up there don't love Andy Coppin like Jimmy Cornett and Jimmy Hart love Andy Coppin. You know, the three greatest minds in professional wrestling, but after they see this, I think they will grow to love the man. Roll that VCR, baby. Jimmy, good to have Go you ahead. back, man. Oh, it's... Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Andy Kaufman, as, of course, most of you know. Uh, I have a lot of unfinished business in the South. First and foremost in my mind is taking care of that dumb hillbilly, Jerry Lawler. I really want to take care of him. That's most important to me. But I'm going to put that on the back burner for now. And I want to talk to you people out there, you people who live down here in the South, in the good old South portion of the United States, okay? I want to talk to you. And I want to help you, okay? I think, you know, for the past year or two, I've been coming down here and you and I have been having this feud. I come in the ring and you go, boo, and you don't like me, and I don't like you. And I think now is the time when we should be friends, and let's make peace with one another, okay? Peace, okay? And I, Andy Kaufman, as my token of peace towards you, my token of friendship towards you, I would like to do a little something for you, just as a personal favor. You don't owe me anything back. This is out of the goodness of my heart. Every week, I'm going to be coming on here, on this station, and I'm going to give you little tips about how you can better your lives and how I can bring you up from the level that you're in right now and bring you up from the squalor that you're living in, the gutter and the garbage that your lives are. Okay? And this is my personal favor to you. Now, this week I'd like to start off, first and foremost, the most important thing is personal hygiene. 
Okay? Now, let's start off. This is a bar of soap. Now, does it look familiar to any of you? I know that you probably don't know what this is. I probably you haven't ever seen one of these before, but it is called soap. Matter of fact, if you're sitting at home now, you can maybe kind of repeat after me and say soap. Say soap, S-O-A-P, soap. Not soap, not soap, it's soap, okay? Say it, soap, okay. Now, I'm gonna open it up, show you what it looks like. This particular bar is blue. Comes in all different kinds of colors, pink, yellow, white, blue, red. This is blue, okay? Now, the way you use it is, you go to the sink, turn on the water, if you have a sink, that is, or if you have any kind of lake nearby or anything, just turn, go wet yourself, wet your hands. Oh, and I would like to mention the reason that I want to tell you about soap. When I travel around the South, you know, a lot of fans, a lot of wrestling fans, they recognize me from TV. They always put out their hands. They want to shake my hand. And I'll tell you something, it disgusts me. The hands are so slimy. You people, you, your hands are so greasy and slimy. I mean, I, I, I don't want to shake them. You know, you ask me for an autograph, I'll sign you an autograph. But please, don't put out your hand and shake it until you can wash your hands. Now, this is what you do. Wet your hands, okay, then wet the soap. Wash the soap, rub it on your hands, and rub it around, and your hands will get clean. Another thing is a shower. You turn on the water, wet your body, let the water wet your body, wet the soap, rub the soap all over your body till your body is clean, okay? Then you rinse, and this is very important now, don't come out of the shower with the soap still on. Very important, you gotta rinse the soap off, okay? You rinse it off, you dry with a towel, and you're clean as a whistle. And then, you can shake my hand. Okay, now that's my tip for this week. This is about soap. I will see you next week with another tip, okay? Bye. Well, a personal hygiene tip from Andy Kaufman. We're going to be back. So I said last week that that was probably the I said sorry I said earlier that, that last week was probably the uh, last time we would see Andy Kaufman. I was wrong. So Andy's tips there about soap. S O A P. Uh, kind of serious. I think you want to talk about that's the assassins. Well, you know, I think the people just saw a good piece of film there. And in that piece of film, I think everybody realized that uh, the Assassins are the world tag team champions. You know, they supposedly represent the best tag team. They're supposed to be the best tag team in the entire world today. But I think as that piece of film shows, you're looking at two men right here who made complete fools out of those two clowns. Now, Hart seems to think that they are great. He seems to think that they're tough and they're big. You know, I call them the tank brothers, Sherman and Septic. Well, let me tell you two tanks something. You're looking at the two men right here who made complete fools out of you. We dominated that match, and we had them beat. But every time you see what happens, every time you seem like you got one of those guys beat, Hart likes to pull the old switcheroo, and he sends the wrong man in there. Well, let me tell you something. That's not going to take place this week because we have got a return match with these guys. But first, I might add that the price was pretty high if we don't win this. But we have got the return match, and believe me, Hart, you, are, you might as well look around right now at your assassins. Take a good look at them because you're going to be looking at ex-champions. When we step out of that when we step out of that ring Monday night, Austin Idol and the King are going to be the new world tag team champions. I can promise you that. All right, Austin Idol, I heard you saying something about $10,000. You know, it may sound like we're running our miles just a little bit, but I don't care what team we're talking about. You can go down the list. 
from the beginning of wrestling to right now, Jackson, and there's not one team in the history of professional wrestling that can measure up to the king and the idol. I'm talking about the A-team of professional wrestling, not the A-team that you watch on television starring Mr. T. I'm talking about the A-team of wrestling starring the king and me, and A stands for always ready for any kind of action, and A stands for anybody that don't make no difference, and A stands for annihilate. And if you look up the word annihilate in Webster's Dictionary, Donald, you'll find that it is defined as follows. Annihilate, to do away with. Annihilate, to wipe out. Annihilate, to exterminate. Now, if you want to exterminate a couple of cockroaches, you use a pesticidal, Jackson. If you want to exterminate a couple of wrestlers, you use the king and the idol, darling. And that's exactly what we plan on doing. And as a matter of fact, I have something right here. I got 10,000 big ones, darling. 10,000 big ones. 10 stacks. Get a good close-up. 10 stacks. Get a good shot of it. 10 stacks of $100 bills. 10 in each stack. That's $10,000, darling. I'm putting up 10 Gs out of my own money. And this money, as far as I'm concerned, is as good as it would be if it was in Fort Knox. I'm putting up 10 Gs that we're going to beat those jerks for the world's heavyweight title. All right, $10,000 $10, on the line. And you are uh, going to get in the ring with them again for the title. Absolutely. And I just want to add one little thing before we step in the ring here. On that film, you saw Jimmy Hart running around that ring. Everybody saw Jimmy Hart running around that ring last week. And every chance I got, I put this fist right in that little scrawny face of his. Well, Hart, if you want some of me, brother, don't let those assassins hold you back. Just step right in that ring because on top of that World Tag Team trophy, I'd like to place your skinny little head, punk, as a big trophy in our trophy room. Right, Idol? Sounds great, man. Thank you, Jackson. $10,000 on the line along with the world tag team titles. That match coming up. Jimmy Hart again with the world tag team. Don't run out that door. You better run, baby. You know, you know, Lawler, he's, you know, Lawler, he stands out here. He makes me sick. You know, he's talking about he's on top of the world. You know, after he beat Ken Patero last week, he thinks he's the Superman of professional wrestling. He wants to wrestle twice, five times a night. Well, let me tell you something, baby. I went to Eddie Marlin after the last week, you know, and I said, sure, he beat Ken Patero, but I want another title shot. So he went to Lawler and he said, hey, whatever Jimmy Hart wants, he gets because he wants to try to get rid of everybody I bring in. Well, I brought you somebody this time, King, and he's called the Prince of Darkness. But you see, there's something about the Prince that's different than other wrestlers. He can do everything you can do, baby. He can throw fire. You know, Lawler loves to play with fire. Look at this right here, baby. Lawler loves fire. Well, baby, this man can do it. He can throw the fire, Lawler. He can do everything that you can do, baby. But the only thing, he can do it better. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. What do you think? But now, let's go to a little other matter right here. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the world title. That's right. Let's talk about the world title. You know, Lawler and Austin Idol, week after week, they stand here and Austin goes... Everywhere I go, the people say, they're saying, go somewhere else because you can't get the job done, baby. You and Lawler together, they're the, they're the Lawler and Hardy of professional wrestling. They are living jokes, not legends. That's exactly what they are, man. And I'm sick of hearing it. And you're right, Lawler. You love to hit me, don't you? Well, let me tell you what, baby. You have put your fist on Jimmy Hart for the last time. Now, they stand out here, and Austin pulls out a little pocketbook, and it's got $10,000. Well, I could bring $10,000 on here, too, and so can the Assassins because, you see, they are the World Tag Team Champions. And they have money and I have money. And so 
I got to thinking. I thought, wait a minute. $10,000. We've already beat the guys twice, three times, four. Who cares, man? They're washed up. They're finished. So I thought, let's add a new little stipulation to this match if you boys want the match, which I doubt if they'll want it after they hear what I've got to say out here. Like I said, ten grand doesn't mean anything to any of us. Let's face it. You either, Lawler, or you either, Idol. But maybe this will. You know, last week I was listening to Idol out here when I sit in the back and he said, you know, the odd couple of professional wrestling. Well, you are. You are the odd couple. But let's really make you look like the odd couple. Austin talks about his beautiful blonde hair. You know, he's a bleach blonde. I'll tell you that right now. But he thinks it's a natural blonde. But, but I never hear Lawler going, hey, I'd like to have my hair blonde. So that gave me a little idea. And I thought, well, look, guys, if you want the match, if you want the match, then this is going to be the new stipulation. So I want you guys to listen back there if you can hear me. We will give you the match against the World Tag Team Champions, the Assassins, but only one condition. And this is going to be the new condition. Oh, you shut up. This is going to be the new condition right here, baby. If you lose that match, and if you will, don't you worry about that. If you lose that match, baby, well, then let me just say this right here. A lot of the new situation, the new stipulations, it's going to be this. Then, baby, you will be the odd couple because you will become a bleach blonde, Lawler, right here. And Austin Idol, you will become a brunette. What I'm trying to tell you guys, in case you don't know, if you want the match with the assassins, when we beat you, you're going to have to crawl in the middle of that ring. And Idol, you're going to have to take this, this dark color right here, baby, just like superstar Billy Dundee had to use the dye on his hair, that 55-year-old man. You're going to look like him because you will have to take this and put it on your hair, baby. And Lana, you'll have to bleach your hair in the middle of that ring. Now, if it takes 10 minutes, if it takes 30 minutes or an hour, we will sit there at ringside until the job's done. So what you have, baby, you have two chances, Slim and none. And Slim, baby, right here is fixing to walk out that door. So if you want the match, you do it, baby. That stipulation, Lawler would become a blonde. That's right, baby. Austin Idol a would brunette. become a brunette. You can read, you can read. That's right. right so if you want the match, that's it, baby. And that's the only way you get it, because the money doesn't mean anything to me or the assassins, and evidently not to y'all either. But you see, me humiliating you, Lawler, and Austin Idol means more to me than anything in the world. So if you want it, you come and get it, baby. The odd couple. I love it. The odd couple, baby. Stipulation for the match. I think that still has to be agreed to by Lawler and Idol. They're putting up $10,000. Now Hart wants a stipulation that if they lose and Austin Idol becomes a brunette, Lawler becomes a blonde. We'll be back with more championship wrestling in just a moment. Austin Idol. You heard what Hart uh, has added to this match or wants to add to this match. I think I think I heard it. I think uh, I think I got it clear. In other words, he's saying if we don't win the world tag team titles, then we got to sit down in that ring and have I got to have my hair bleached Bleach. blonde, and he's got to his have his right after the match is over. Right after the match is over, and uh, yeah, that's right. So he would become the brunette, you would become a blonde. <laughs> well, let me just say this to you, Jimmy Hart. You know, you got to sit up 24 hours a day running that little pea brain of yours trying to think up these harebrained schemes and plots and all of these little maneuvers that you think you're trying to play one-upsmanship on the king and the idol. Well, let me tell you something, Hart. You're not going to get one up on the king and the idol because we talked it over in the back. We're going to go for your little stipulation. We're going to add that to the ring. Now, we're going to add that to the match. In other words, if your assassins beat us, then I will be a blonde and the idol will be a brunette. 
But let me tell you something, Hart. You better sit between now and Monday night and think about it and dream about it and go out and have somebody paint pictures of it or do whatever you can about it because it's never going to happen. You see, it's not going to materialize because what is going to happen is your little bubble's going to be burst, Hart, and we're the ones that's going to burst it. Because when we walk out of that ring, like I said before, I swear to God, we're going to be the world tag team champions. And I'm going to still be a brunette, and Idol is still going to be a natural blonde, brother. You can bank on that, I guarantee you. All right, so the match, uh, the match is officially added, and they've agreed to the stipulation. You know, Jimmy Hart, you better think about it real quick, real long, and real hard. Just so happens, you know, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. And I can speak for myself, I can speak for the king. We don't mind gambling, Jackson, I don't mind at all. We came into this world gambling, we're going to go out gambling. And if we got to gamble, bleaching and dyeing our hair down, then that's what it's going to be, and we're gambling. And I want you to know, and I want everybody else to know, that we're men of our words. If by some fluke, if by some freak chance, that we just so happen to lose this match, he will be a blind, I will be a brunette, but darling, don't bank on it, Jack. All right, Austin Idol, Jerry Lawler. $10,000 that Austin Idol has put up for the match. World Tag Team titles put up by Jimmy Hart and the Assassins. And now, the hair. If if uh, Lawler and Idol lose it, then the hair is dyed. Austin Idol becomes a brunette. Jerry Lawler becomes a blonde. That's the big main event, Monday night, the Mid-South Coliseum. This time, accompanied by... His newly announced vice president, Jimmy Cornette. It's the new Southern Heavyweight Champions, baby. Woo! Hey, if the fabulous ones are out there, if you can see this, if you can hear me, take a look right here, Daddy. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. The Southern Tag Team titles, Daddy. We took your trophies because we wanted to. And we bust them right here in front of everybody because we wanted to. And we told you these Southern Tag Team titles wouldn't be around our waist. And that's where they're at right now. But you know, every time these titles were on the line, the fabulous ones always talk to Eddie Marlin, come up with some big stipulation, pull a few strings. Well, the last time we wrestled you, Daddy, we pulled a few strings, and we got our own stipulation. You're looking at it right here. Thank, Thank you, you very Thank much. You, baby. Thank, Thank you, Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you very much, brother. And we're the Southern Tag Team Champions. We're on top of that hill looking down at all the rest, brother. <laughs> you know, it's like this. If you put milk and cream in a bottle and you shake it up, the cream always rises to the top. <laughs> the cream of the crop right here, brother. The grapplers, the Southern Tag Team Champions. But you know something? They're supposed to be so rough and so tough, the fabulous ones. They come up with some deal like, hey, grappler, we'll wrestle you. If you'll take that boot off, now everybody knows that I have to wear this orthopedic boot to be able to compete in a sport of professional wrestling. I mean, the level of competition around here is real, real tough. And I have to wear this boot in order to compete. But now they want me to take this boot off and wrestle barefooted. Well, I want to tell you something. You're supposed to be so bad and so tough. How come you got to keep up bringing up these stipulations? These Southern Tag Team titles, all that counts. They're on the line, brother. If we have to be carried that ring on a stretcher, I promise you one thing, Fabulous Ones, and you, Jimmy Hart, they'll be the one they carry back on it, brother, because these are going to stay around our waist. And it's just a pleasure to be a part of the family. Ain't that right, partner? You know, what it's a... the greatest day of my life because you're right. I've added Jimmy Cornette to the family vice president. Now, the grapplers, the Southern heavyweight champions are now in the family. We've got it all. The world champions, man. Come and get us, Fabs, if you want us, baby. Come and get us. All right. Woo! Woo! Grapplers. Corner in the market, Dave. Jimmy Cornette and uh, Jimmy Hart. 
tell you what, let's take a look at uh, some of the action in which the uh, grapplers were going against the fabulous ones at the Mid-South Coliseum. Jimmy, want to take a look at this if you don't mind first. Action from the Coliseum, grapplers versus Up the in the center of the grappler, number one. Backs him into the corner and now slugging it out. Steve Kern as... We've seen footage from this past week. Steve Kern versus the grappler, Len Denton. Grappler had to take off his boot. We're now seeing uh, the tag match. The grapplers versus... Fabs. Steve Kern in there now with uh, Tony Anthony. Dirty white boy grappler. Over the top. Oh, caught by the caught by Stan. Caught by Stan. Spins him round. Oh, kick to the gut. Right, kick to the back of the head. Arm bar now by Stan. Now clip to uh, Lennon and Steve slugging it out. Holy moly. Steve got the upper hand there. Oh, big right hand to Rakes the eyes, even though he's wearing a mask. Lindenton rakes the eyes. Steve's going to get the tag, but the grapplers use the double team manoeuvres to stop the tag. Oh, big round by Stan. So all four men are in the ring now. Stan and the grappler. The dirty white grappler outside now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Throws him into the commentation station. Who's that? Jimmy Hart. Oh, Jimmy Hart from behind. In the championship belt. Jimmy Hart now attacking. He's associated himself with the assassins. Loaded boot now by Lynn Denton. And oh, straight to the head of Steve Kern. Now takes that boot back off. Revive the referee. Grapplers on top of Steve. One, one, two. That's it. Three. It's over. The Grapplers win and are the new tag team champions. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. But you know, a lot of people say so I might have something in this boot. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I lose circulation in this leg, brother. I had a severe injury a long time ago. That's why I have to wear this boot. I lose circulation. Just after doing what I was doing right there helps me. Do what I'm doing. It makes me a champion. And that's all it counts, ain't it right, Jimmy? But these guys want to come up with some stipulation. Well, I have to wrestle barefooted. What is this, man? That's one of the fabulous ones is going to have to wrestle without a boot, too. Which one? Which one, baby? Which one? If it's Stan Lane, he knows karate, man. Can't he? Oh, see, karate they're always pulling something. Hey, where's Eddie, Eddie Marlin? Marlin? Where's Eddie Marlin? They're always pulling something out of their hat, well, brother. The stipulation. They're always coming up with something. A barefoot match with the Southern Tag Team titles at stake. That's, well, that's the stipulation for the match. We'll take care of them, Jimmy, if you could, let's get him to the ring right now. So, Lynn Denton talks of an injury that I believe he was involved in. One of the big plane crashes that happened back in the day. I'm just trying to look. I think he has, he has um, actually got an in, a legitimate injury. I'm sure I saw someone that he was involved in the plane crash that killed Bobby Shane. I think he has got a le legitimate injury, which is why he has to wear that um, loaded boot. Obviously he doesn't have to wear a loaded boot, but he has to wear a special boot because he having a legitimate injury. Oh, I can't see anything, but I'm pretty sure I've seen, when you Google him, there is like bits that say he, <coughs> he was involved in that plane crash that... Um, Killed Bobby Shane and nearly killed Austin Idol back in the 70s. 
So ladies and gentlemen, let's just have a quick look to see what's been happening around the rest of the wrestling world, and we will get to the 13th of August. So on the 7th of August, 1983, in Toronto, Canada, at the Maple Leaf Gardens, a tournament is held for the Canadian Television Championship. Mike Rotunda wins that tournament, defeating Magic Dragon, Sergeant Jacques Goulet, and Don Canoodle. On the 8th of August, Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol defeat the Assassins for the CWA World Tag Team Titles. So, uh, neither Lawler or Idol need to change their hair. Also on the 8th, in Birmingham, Alabama, Southeastern Championship Wrestling Ricky Gibson defeats Chick Donovan for the NWA United States Junior Title. The Midnight Express defeat Ken Lucas and Eddie Hogan for the NWA Southern Southeastern Tag Team Titles. Also on that show, Buck Robley defeats the Midnight Stallion in a loser leaves town match. And in the main event, where the loser of the fall must leave town, Ron Fuller and Jimmy Golden defeat Bob Armstrong and the Flame, forcing the Flame to leave town. On the 12th of August, 1983, AWA holds a show in Denver, Colorado. David Schultz defeating Book Zumhoff. Rick Martel defeated Mr. Soyito. Jim Bronzel defeated Sheik Adnan Al-Kaisi. AWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Bockwickle defeats Brad Rangans. Ken Patera, Jerry Blackwell defeat Mad Dog for Sean and Baron Von Arashki. And finally, on the 13th of August, 1983... Philadelphia Spectrum, Philadelphia PA, WDF holds a show that is shown on the Prism Network and in front of 14,008 people. They witness Pete Sanchez defeating Israel Matia, Tito Santana defeating Mr. Fuji, Big John Studd defeating Chief J. Strongbow, Jimmy Snooker defeating the WWF Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco via Countout, where Swede Hansen was the guest referee, Tiger Chung Lee defeated Tony Guerrero via Countout, the WWF Tag Team Champions the Samoans defeat Rocky Johnson Salvatore Belomo, Pat Patterson defeats Iron Mike Sharp, WWF Champion Bob Backlund defeats Sergeant Slaughter via Countout, the Invaders defeat Ivan Koloff and Don Canoodle, and Ivan Putski defeats George Steele. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the 13th of August episode of Memphis Television. Please enjoy. CWA World Tag Team Champions in the wrestling world, Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol. Won the belt in a match with the Assassin. Let me tell you people something. You're going to laugh now, but you're not going to be laughing from now on. I can't believe it. You saw it. You know what? You had to put it on the front of the show, didn't you? You wanted to come out here on front of the show so all the people could see what happened, didn't you? You just had to do it. Well, let me tell you something. Nobody does that to Jimmy Hart. You know, I am fed up to hear. I have not yet unleashed the Assassin's like I'm going to do. You know, look at the referees. We had the referee against us. The promotion was against us. Everybody was against us. But that's okay because we can overcome any kind of odd. Right, Assassin? I'll right, tell you baby. one thing. They said when we come here, the competition was heavy, Jack. But I didn't know there was a bunch of thieves out there. And I'm going to tell you something, Jerry Lawler and Austin Adel. You took something to do. And I guarantee you, before I you know, tell you, you've got him hot. You've got us all hot. But you know what? Son. That's right, baby. But let me tell you something. I've got Jimmy Cornette on a plane right now as I talk. And he is flying all over the United States, bringing in the best talent in the world of the first family of professional wrestling. And I've got a little tape here I want you to see of the Prince of Darkness. You know, Lawler escaped one time. He escaped one time with the Prince. But it's never going to happen again if you ever sign a match with us again, King. You know, I know the wrestlers in the back right now when they're seeing this film, their knees are probably knocking. They're running to Eddie Marlin and saying, Eddie, don't book us against them. Well, baby, sooner or later, you will have to face the Prince of Darkness and maybe even the Assassins. But I promise you this, baby, you ain't Just a quick note, the Prince of Darkness is Duke Myers, who also played the Colossus of Death. I guarantee you one thing, brother. 
It'll be a cold day and you know where. Before I let this go unanswered, Lawler, and I'm telling you now, baby, it's a warning the next time, Daddy, it's going to be dangerous. Watch what we're going to do these two little punks in the ring right now, baby. I wouldn't be in their booth for a million dollars. Here we are at the Assassins, the former world tag title holders. Waiting right now for Buddy Landell and his opponent. Here they come. That's Jimmy Hart. You know what? I hate you, Austin. I, I hate the ground that you walk on. You know what? But that's okay because you know what I've got standing over to me right now? If the cameraman can wake up long enough and get the camera off the ring. This right here is the million dollar body, Austin Idol. He's got everything that you've got, but he's got more of it. And he's you too, baby. The future in professional wrestling. Nature boy, Buddy Landale. Look at this body, buddy. Come on, just show him a little sample of it. And you know, he's got it all. His arms are bigger than yours. His legs are bigger than yours. And he's got natural blonde hair. Not a bottle-headed, bubble-headed bleach bottle like you are, Austin. Eat your heart out. Come on, buddy. Come on, baby. Let me hard. Taking Buddy Landell to the ring right now for uh, tag teams ever in this area in uh, championship wrestling. Uh, the Fabulous Ones, Steve Kern, Stan Lane. We have a special look at the Fabulous Ones we'd like you to take a look at right now. When the Fabulous Ones appear at the Mid-South Coliseum, it could be a rock and roll show. Their music plays. This is from the local news, WMC-TV. Their fans go crazy. It's a rock and roll wrestling show. At the TV5 studios on Saturday with t-shirts and buttons, their fans will tell you whom they want to see and why. Because <laughs> they're good wrestlers and they're good looking. Because he's good looking. <laughs> they're great. They're they, they, they good wrestlers. You know. They're cool, too. And the fans follow them to the Coliseum on Monday night. Well, they're hot right now. two guys from Florida are incredibly popular. Wrestling fans from across the country have picked them as the most popular tag team around. There's something about the fabulous ones that's familiar for old-time wrestling fans. The blonde hair, the style, comes from the fabulous Fargo brothers, Jackie and Don and Ruffout, probably the most flamboyant wrestlers in the Mid-South 20 years ago. Jackie Fargo taught the Fabulous Ones about being a tag team, and he gave them their name. Steve and I have kind of, you know, borrowed from, from them and, and kind of turned it into more of an 80s a rock type thing. Maybe, you know, we, we watch the uh, music TV, uh, you know, quite a bit, the, the videos and stuff, the, the rock stars, and we just try to take what they did back in the late 50s and just make it into a, a current type trend. First night we wrestled together, as a matter of fact, was here in the Memphis Coliseum, and Jackie had his limousine bring us to the ring. 
And myself, I had never been in a limousine for the first trip. That was the biggest part of it. To me, it was just getting in the limousine backstage. And then when the lights came on us and the spotlight and the reaction we got from the people, it was just tremendous. Last night, it was the fabulous ones, two on two against the grappler, fighting for the glory and the fame and the fame. Stan Lane know what it's like out there in the crowd. They're just focused on the old lady. Sometimes when you watch when we watch the Mid South Coliseum footage, you can hear the old lady shouting. They're just focused on us. It's just some like old white lady in the front row screaming. If we didn't show up because because we had had a, a headache or a, or a sore throat or say you know we were just in a, a bad mood and we said ah you know I don't want I don't want to do it tonight. That just wouldn't be right because those people want want to see us. So it's just like the, the old they'll saying the show must go on. So as as, as long as Steve and I are physically capable of, of coming, we're going to go out there and give them everything we got. Everything they've got is what it took, but the fabulous ones got the win, much to the delight of their fans. Special look at the fabulous one, Stan Lane, Steve Kern, back with more championship wrestling in a moment. Here's what happened in that one. So we've seen footage of Stagger Lee and Bobby Eaton going against the Moondogs. Stagger Lee and Bobby Eaton very lovely yet green matching ensemble. Moondogs uh, wearing their uh, singlets with denim bottoms. All four men in the ring. Double knock and knocker by Stagger and Bobby. Eaton picks up the Moondog. Oh, big right hand. Now clip, now Irish whip. Oh, Eaton followed in, but he hit nothing but the ring post. Randy Hales again on the call. Moondog with a Oh, shoulder breaker to Bobby Eaton. Continuing to work on the injured shoulder following the uh, ring posting. One, two, no. Bobby rolls over with the legs. One, two, three, it's over. Bobby Eaton and Stagley defeat the Moondogs. Which means Jimmy Hart has five minutes in the ring with Bobby Eaton. Jimmy Hart now pummeling away on Bobby Eaton. Jimmy Hart, we're matching... Um, Matching Moondog costume. When his tennis shoes on. Jimmy Hart thought he had Bobby Eaton, but he doesn't now. Bobby Eaton's got Jimmy Hart. Big round! Picks up Jimmy Hart. Irish whip now by Bobby. Big round! Knocks down Jimmy. One, two, three. Bobby Eaton defeats Jimmy Hart. Now the Moondogs are back in the ring with those bones. Oh, attack on the shoulder of Bobby Eaton. Where the hell Stagger Lee gone? They've now got Jim Bobby Eaton teamed, uh, trapped in the corner. Both Moondogs with those bones attacking the arms of Bobby Eaton. Jimmy Hart's holding on as well. Crowd going banana for somebody. Stagger Lee finally is coming back out now. 
Who's that? Like Terry Taylor or something, isn't it? footage from I'd say AWA we're seeing Crusher Blackwell and we get Steve-O Crusher Blackwell's coming into town Crusher Blackwell uh, been teaming with Ken Patera in AWA former AWA tag team champion when did he come in to date this 15th oh yeah, yeah he's here this Monday he's here Monday and then of course see him I don't know if that's it oh there he is the following Monday he's, he's, he's now around he's here Tuesday in Louisville He's about for for a few for a week or so. He's, he's uh, predominantly AWA from Stone Mountain, Georgia. One Crusher Blackwell. Baby, you name it, we're gonna bring them all in. You know, a lot of you people right now probably have never seen the Crusher before, and a lot of people have. But baby, before it's all over with, he'll make wrestling history. Look at it right there. Crusher Blackwell, 475 pounds, people. What do you say, huh? That's right. The Moondogs, new and improved. Jimmy Hart and the First Family, we're ready. And everybody in the back back there, boys, all you wrestlers, you better be ready. Now, we're going to show you an example of these guys in the ring right now. <laughs> Moondogs and Jimmy Hart to the ring. Dog double team in there. Both of them in there working on it. Disqualified by the referee, Mad Dog and Ken Raper are going to lose it. The Moon Dog, Bobby Eaton, Stagger Lee, going at each other. So it looks like we had uh, the Moon Dogs versus Mad Dog and Ken Raper, and it's broken into a brawl now. The uh, Moon Dogs are attacking Mad Dog, and then Bobby Eaton and Stagger Lee came running out to save Mad Dog. Chairs involved. 
Those lovely uh, matching purple outfits here by uh, Stagger and Bobby Eaton. Very uh, short tops and purpleness. Got a couple of bruises. Let me say something, Dave. I want to say something to Jimmy Hart and the Moondogs. That's just a taste of what you're going to get. The next time you get back in the ring, we'll stagger in myself. And Jimmy Hart, we know you're in the ring, son. So you better get ready because stagger in myself, sure. You just got to be ready, Hart, because we're coming out of you, Moondogs. I'll be eating stagger well, I tell you, the action there. Time on it was two minutes, 30 seconds. Win again by disqualification goes to the Moon Dogs. More championship wrestling coming up, including the Rock and Roll Express. Stay with us. Likely event that you've forgotten. Take a look at from the Royal Forest of Dean, the exotic Adrian Street. The late, great Adrian Street is coming back. We're seeing a nice little music video from when he was here before, managed by Jim Cornett and Miss Alinda. He's been in what? Probably Florida, he may have been in. He's now coming back to the area. Seeing him teaming with Jesse Barr. Rolling around doing his uh, European style of wrestling. Seven seconds. Get, get ready. Last week, we had our first uh, hygiene tip from uh, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, I think, well known to all the wrestling fans in this area. We've got another tape from Andy Kaufman. Let's take a look at it right now. Hi, everybody. This is Andy Kaufman again, and welcome to my tips to the people of the South. Again, this is my personal favor to you people of the South, giving you little tips on how to make your lives a little better. Now, you know, uh, last week I taught you about soap. And this week, I'd like to teach you a little something. Well, actually, this week I'd like to talk only to the ladies, okay? So you men, you could leave the room or, uh, you know, get yourself a sandwich, go to the bathroom, or even, you know, go to the bathroom and use, don't forget to use your So soap. just so you're aware, he's been in, uh, Agent Street, he's been in Florida. He comes back for three free matches in Memphis, then he okay, heads down to Texas for Southwest Championship Wrestling. He does that um, for the rest of 1983 from October to 1983, 1983 and 1984, and then from April of 1984 he's in Mid-Atlantic, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, and then he comes back to Memphis in 1984. Five. Yeah, so we'll see him again. 
You take a razor and you shave, you shave under the armpits and you shave up the leg like this, you see? And you ladies, you really need it, you ladies of the South. You really need to do that, okay? Because, you know, this other day I was in the ring and some lady lifted up her arm to uh, ask me for an autograph. I looked down, all I saw was all this hair coming out of her arm like that. That's not very ladylike. You people should call your parents right now and say, Mommy and Daddy, where have you been? Where did you raise me? Why didn't you ever teach me about this razor? Mr. Kaufman there on television just taught me. Now, he's a nice guy. Why couldn't you teach me? you got to start learning to use a razor, ladies, okay? Okay, I'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, bye. Thanks very much, Andy. Well, we're going to be back. Six-man tag team action still to come. Stay with us. The trophies the man comes out with. You you have just about all of them, it looks like. I would have been out here a little earlier, but, you know, it's kind of... Uh, it's a little go. hard lugging all this stuff around here, Dave. Uh, can I, you got somewhere I can put some... Let me ask one question real quick. Uh, who's the greatest wrestler around and why am I? <laughs> I think the answer may, uh, may speak for itself here with the uh, all the belts and the trophies. You know, before... before first of all, let me... I want, I want to take just a second here before I start talking about some of these matches coming up. They asked me to say um, a couple of things here real quick about not only the fact that I'm tickled to death to have all of these, these trophies and these belts and things like that, but another thing that I'm real excited about is uh, the fact that starting September the 4th right here on Channel 5, we're going to have a new thing on every Sunday morning from 11 to 11.30 called the Jerry Lawler Show. Hey. Like the name, huh? That's right. Uh, I just, I just wanted to take this opportunity to say that it's going to be, uh, I, I think the people will like what, what we've got in mind for them. There's going to be a kind of a uh, sports magazine format type show. We're going to, of course, naturally deal predominantly with wrestling, but we're going to cover all the other sports. Uh, some, of the, some of the things, though, that I want to do on the program is, is give the people a chance to uh, get to know the wrestlers better, you know, like a, just like the Fabulous Ones, uh, the Rock and Roll Express, Terry Taylor, all of these guys. And the way, the way that we're going to let you do that is uh, I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there that wonder, you know, about, uh, I mean, just any kind of question that you'd like to know about any wrestler. It doesn't have to be, it can be about any wrestler, uh, even Jimmy Hart or the Moon Dogs, the Fabulous Ones, anybody. Okay, you're right. That's good. They show good taste. But what, what we want you to do is write your question, no matter what it is, and, and you need to sit down, take today a pen, a piece of paper, write down a question, anything you want to know about any wrestler, send it to the Jerry Lawler Show Care of Channel 5 in Memphis, Tennessee. That's all you need to put on it. And then we'll, each week we'll have the wrestlers themselves answering your questions, talking personally to you people. Also put your telephone numbers because we're going to give the wrestlers an opportunity to call you people personally on the air. It's going to be a good show. And also one of the other things... In just a second, I'm going to show a little bit of my artwork. You know, that's one of the other things. I, I have to go back. Uh, I have to go way back to one of the reasons, the thing that I attribute to the fact that I even uh, got into professional wrestling to begin with, as you know, Dave, was I started out drawing pictures of the wrestlers and everything when I was just, uh, uh, just well, I wasn't, you know. You were young. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was young. Let's yeah. put it that way, yeah. So anyway, what I also like to do is I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there that just like I was at that time, and if there's anybody that likes to do any kind of artwork, send that in also to me because we're going to be showing some of that every week. But be sure today to send me to the Jerry Lawler Show Care of Channel 5 your questions to any wrestlers, and we're going to have that on. It's going to be starting September the 4th 
right here on Channel right 5. On we'll Channel be following 5. Dick Williams and Magic Lamb, my good friend Dick Williams. And uh, and right before NFL football. So right. It's, uh, it's a very 11, good time 11, Let me give them the complete address for Channel 5. Jerry Lawler Show, WMC TV 5, 1960 Union Avenue, Memphis. And the zip code is 38104. We'll try to give them that a uh, little more as the weeks go on. Believe me, just send it to Jerry Lawler Show. I'll They'll get, get it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now then, I want to talk about a couple of matches. First of all, let's just talk about this big, nice trophy right here. As you can see, and as you heard Austin Idol say earlier, we are now the proud owners of the World Tag Team Championship. Now, Dave, this is something. Thank you very much. This is something that, as you saw from the Assassins, does not come easy. And naturally, when you win something and when you work so hard to get it, you want to hold on to it as long as possible. Now, the Assassins and Jimmy Hart, as soon as they lost this beautiful trophy, as soon as they were no longer the title holders, immediately, I mean that night, they contacted Eddie Marlin and they said, we've got to have a return match. Well, you know, that's just exactly what we had to go through to get this match. We had to go through Eddie Marlin. We had to practically, as Austin Idol said, we had to put up money. We had to practically beg to get title matches with these guys. Sure. But now Hart, he just expects one handed to him on a silver platter. Well, Hart, it's not going to be that easy, brother. As you heard the stipulation, just like last week, when we had to put our hair color at stake, well, you've got yours at stake this week, brother. Now, in the, in the event that your assassins do not regain this title, and believe me, brother, they're not going to. When that match is over, we're going to sit that little wimp, Jimmy Hart, down in the chair, and I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring a hairdresser. I want this job to be done right now. I'm going to bring a hairdresser down there Monday night. And Hart, what they're going to do first, and like you say, I don't care if it takes 10 minutes, 15, 30 minutes, or an hour, we're going to wait there, Hart, while they strip all of the color off your hair. First of all, we're going to turn it snow white, and then we're going to have some industrial strength green dye down there, Hart. And we're going to put that on your hair. And as I said, I do a little artwork. And Hart, take a look at this, brother. Because we're giving you a little peek into your future right now, Jimmy Hart, because that's what we got in store for you down at the Coliseum on Monday night. <laughs> It would be a sight to see, I tell you, with, uh, with Hart's hair color uh, on the line. You're also doing double duty, though, at uh, the Coliseum because you've got a man who builds himself as the world's strongest wrestlers. You've had battles with him before. Talking about Ken Patera and the uh, international That's belt right, on the line. That's right, big international title right here. Ken Patera loves this belt so dearly. But i tell you something else, Ken Patera. I love it, too. And I like it just where it is, brother. I've got it around my waist. And that's where I plan to keep it. Now, the special stipulation for that match is the fact that there is no referee in the ring. Now, he complained. First of all, he wanted a special referee. They brought in Luthez, who I thought did an excellent job. And Ken Patera complained about that. So now he wants no referee in the ring. Well, Patera, that's fine with me, brother. You run that big mouth all you want to, and you can tell everybody how strong and how tough and how mean you are. But when you come out of that ring Monday night, you're still going to be one thing and that's an ex-champion. Now let me say this, I made another little special stipulation, and I think you got an interview from Patera to talk about it, but as you can see, I've got about 150 pounds of gold right here, brother. This belt, the Southern belt, and the World Tag Team Trophy, and when I get through with Patera, I'm gonna have some more gold to add to my collection, because he had to put up, 
his Olympic and Pan American medals in order to get this match. And, brother, mm. I'm looking to get him. You got some words from Patera. Let's hear what Patera had to say about it, yeah. The lyrics of an old song, long distance information. Give me Memphis, Tennessee. Can Patera come on in if you would, please? In Memphis, Tennessee, happens to be one Mr. Jerry Lawler, the man that you're going to be meeting for the international title, and I'd certainly like your thoughts regarding that big upcoming match. That's right. A man that stole the international title with the help of Lou Thez as a special referee. And I emphasize stealing because there's not, there's no way possible, Jerry Lawler, that you know it, Thez knows it, and everybody in Memphis, Tennessee, or in the entire country, or the entire world, for that matter, knows that you can beat Ken Patera on any given night. I can take you to pieces apart whenever I want. Ken Patera, let me ask you a question. Are you, for a moment, doubting the integrity of Mr. Luthez, one of the all-time greats? That's right. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm doubting your ability as a referee, Luthez. And Jerry Lawler, I can very well doubt your ability as a professional wrestler when it comes to getting in the ring with Ken Patera. And then you said that there's no return clause, that you don't have to meet Ken Patera for the international belt anymore because it wasn't written in. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Lawler. I offered you money, $10,000 to be exact. Then I offered you a trophy that I won for the national championships in 1971 when I was an amateur weightlifter. And you refused that. And then my most prized possession, which is hanging around my neck right now, four gold medals that I won in the 1971 Pan American Games. As the greatest weightlifter of all time, the only man in the world to win four gold medals in the Pan American Games. And with each medal, there was a world record behind it, a Pan American Games record behind it, and a national record behind it. And that's what I had to put up for you to get back in the ring. And you think that you're going to beat me for these medals? Well, you're sadly mistaken. I put these medals up because I know there's no way that you're going to defeat Ken Patera once again. Because when I get there, these be that belt, the international belt, is going to go back around my waist where it rightfully belongs. All right, I thank you, Ken Patera. So just take that and keep it in mind, Jerry Lawler. You are a loser, and you always will be a loser when you a get very, in the ring very with Ken Patera. Ken Patera, one of the all-time great strongmen, a former weightlifter turned professional wrestler. Uh, well, you're right. The medals are on the line. You don't look like a loser with all the belts that you all got. All I can say right is here. he can pose and flex all he wants to, but let me tell you something, musclehead. When I get through with you Monday night, I might just take them medals and melt them down and make myself a little pinky ring, brother. <laughs> the action coming up at the Mid-South Coliseum Monday night. Jerry Lawler going against Ken Patera and also the return match. Lawler and Idol going against the Assassins. Jimmy Hart's hair color at stake. If they lose, Hart's hair color will be green. You heard no, 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 let me tell it the one is. Shut up, shut up. You know what? You're behind this. Lance Russell's behind it. Eddie Marlowe's behind it. You're all behind it. This is a conspiracy. Let me tell you something, Lawler. You know, you want to humiliate me. You want to make me leave Memphis because he knows if I have to crawl in that middle of that ring and have my hair stripped down and dyed green, that I'll never come back to this town again because it'd be the most humiliating thing that's ever happened in my life. Well, let me tell you, all he is is a big vacuum cleaner, you big hog. He's starved to death for attention. You're starved to death for it, Lawler, aren't you? You know, he's got the international belt. He wants the trophies. He wants it all. He has to rent a U-Haul trailer to bring it all in. And now he wants 
10 for Terra medals. You want these medals, you know why, baby? Because you couldn't even win. If you were in the wheelchair Olympics, you couldn't win a medal. That, that is the real way, not your way. But that's okay, Lotter, because I promise you this, brother. You ain't seen nothing yet. There is no way that they're going to take me in the ring and have this beautiful head of hair bad bleached or whatever, green or whatever you want to call it. If it's the last thing I do, I promise you, you know what? His TV show's going to last about as long as the CWA World Heavyweight Championship belt lasts. Probably one night, baby, and that's it. I promise you, Lauder, you ain't going to get away with this. Never. They lose. His hair is going to be dyed green. There's no doubt about it. That's the stipulation that comes up in that match. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with championship wrestling. More action coming up. So ladies and gentlemen, that's another three weeks you've just covered. I do apologise for the lack of uh, matches, but obviously I don't know what footage we've got, and I have no, um, you know, design over the footage. I'd love to see more matches. These promos are great, but it's nice to be seeing a little bit more action in the ring. Next week we're going to be covering another three weeks. Next week we're going to be covering the 20th of August to the 3rd of September. So please join us next week and each and every week here on the UK's number one and only Memphis Wrestling World podcast. Please do not forget to join us on Twitter slash X and also Instagram at Memphis Cast. You can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at Memphis Cast. Don't forget to follow friends of the show over there on Twitter and also on all good podcast supplies you can find our vantage point acid wash memories book in the territory greetings from Allentown stick to wrestling with John McAdam between the sheets and the retro wrestling grenade as well as anything else on the Wrestlecopia network there's also other great podcasts out there that cover modern and old school wrestling Um, if you can as well please leave us a review on your podcast player of choice it would mean a lot so ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening thank you very much for continued support thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown, and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time. Ta-da! 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 Ta-da!